Chapter 1, Annabelle Doll's Secret Annabelle looked around the dollhouse nursery, feeling restless. Bobby, she said to her brother, let's play tag. Bobby Doll was propped up in a corner by the stairway landing in the dollhouse. That was where Kate Palmer had left him before school that morning. Do you think that's safe, Annabelle? asked Bobby. The captain is right outside. Annabelle didn't have a chance to answer his question. No, it is not safe, Mama Doll called from downstairs. Mama was standing on her head next to the piano, which was where Kate had left her that morning. It was most uncomfortable. It was the most uncomfortable position she'd ever been in, in fact. If you move around now, Kate might come home and see you, and Bobby's right. The captain is just outside. Annabelle looked out the side of her window of the dollhouse and saw the round yellow eye of a cat staring back at her. She sighed. Why couldn't the captain take a nap? Annabelle flopped on her bed. She tried to remember where Kate had left her that morning. It had been somewhere in the nursery. On her bed? Sitting on the floor playing with baby Betsy? Calling to Nanny from the doorway? Annabelle got to her feet again and peered through the window. The captain was still standing on the shelf on which the dollhouse sat, staring in at the dolls. When he saw Annabelle, he licked his lips. Annabelle stuck her tongue out at him. Scat, she called in her tiny doll voice. Annabelle, hush, said Nanny. Annabelle couldn't see Nanny, but she pushed herself away from the window anyway. This is so boring, she exclaimed. My life is so boring. No one answered her. Kate won't be home from school for ages, she went on. Silence. I'm going to die from boredom, thought Annabelle. She flopped on her bed again. Mom, can I ask you a question, she called out. Is it a quick question? I want to know how Auntie Sarah is related to us. Is she your sister or is she Papa's? Or is Uncle Doll your brother and Annabelle? That is not a quick question. It's called Papa Doll from somewhere. And at that moment, Annabelle heard the Palmer's front door slam, heard Kate shout, I'm home, heard feet clattering on the stairs. The feet were somewhere near the top of the staircase when Annabelle remembered just where Kate had left her that morning. In a flash, Annabelle scooted across the nursery and landed on Bobby's bed. By the time Kate ran into her room, Annabelle was propped against the headboard, her legs sticking out in front of her, her painted eyes staring ahead. For the next three hours while Kate did her third grade homework, telephoned her friend Rachel, and tried to keep her little sister Nora out of her room, Annabelle sat on Bobby's bed and thought about her secret. Her secret was wonderful. It was the only thing, the only thing, that prevented Annabelle from actually dying of boredom. Annabelle recalled the moment when she had made her discovery. It had been during a night when Kate had closed the front of the dollhouse before she had gone to bed. She rarely did this, and when she did, Annabelle was delighted. It meant the dolls had plenty of privacy during the, the nighttime, the time when the humans slept, and the doll family could move about their own house. They could be a teeny bit 
less quiet, and a teeny bit more free. Even the captain, who usually snoozes at the end of Kate's bed, couldn't harm them. And since they were had more freedom than usual on that night, Mama Doll had said, how about a sing-along and then free time? Yes, cried Annabelle. Sing-alongs were always her favorite, and free time meant time when the dolls could go anywhere in their house and do anything they wanted to do. Within reason. Remember, Papa often reminded her, never do anything you can't undo by the time Kate wakes up in the morning. The dolls had gathered around the piano in the parlor. Uncle Doll propped two songbooks in front of him. One was a book of hymns. It had come from England a hundred years earlier with the dolls in the house and the furniture. The other book was purchased by Mrs. Palmer, Kate's mother, when she was a young girl, and the dollhouse had been hers. <clears throat> On the cover of the book was a rainbow. Written across in yellow bands of rainbow were the words, Greatest Hits of the 60s. Let's sing Natural Woman, Annabelle had suggested. Yuck, said Bobby. Okay. Then respect, said Annabelle. Bobby began to sing this song. Sock it to him, sock it to him, sock it to him, sock it to him, Annabelle chimed in. How about a quieter song, asked Nanny. The dolls had sung song after song while Uncle Doll played the piano. Outside the dollhouse, Annabelle caught a glimpse of the captain. He sat silently on Kate's bed, listening to the doll voices. He could barely hear them, but they were there, all right. The dolls ended the sing-along after two choruses of bringing in the sheaves from the hymn book. And then their free time had begun. Annabelle knew exactly what she was going to do. She wanted to examine the books in the library and she wanted to do it privately. Lately, Kate and Rachel had talked of nothing but Nancy Drew and how she solved her mysteries. They had even read a couple of the mysteries aloud to each other, and Annabelle had listened intently. She wished she could be a detective like Nancy, and now she thought she might find something interesting on the dollhouse bookshelf. It was unlikely, but possible. Annabelle knew that most of the books on the shelves were not real. They were simply flat blocks painted bright colors with book titles written on one side in gold ink. But perhaps she might find a secret compartment in one of the shelves. Things like that were always happening to Nancy. So in the glow of Kate's nightlight, Annabelle had begun her search. She started by removing the books from the shelf one by one. Presently, she discovered that some of the books were attached to one another. She could remove a whole block of books at once. This was interesting, but not very mysterious. Then she discovered that some of the books were, in fact, real, like the song books. She could open their covers, and inside were a few pages with crowded writing. Classics of Modern Poetry, Oliver Twist. Annabelle read the 20-page story about the little boy named Oliver with great interest. Eagerly, she pulled out every book from the shelf, but the others were pretend. She checked for secret compartments. Nothing. She stood on a stool and tackled the next shelf. Only pretend books. She stood on tiptoe and reached for the shelves above. And that was where she found Auntie Sarah's journal. From the outside, it looked... Like all the other books on the shelf, 
It was dark green with gold writing stamped on the cover. The title was My Journal. It was fatter than most of the books, though, and contained dozens of pages as thin as onion skin, filled with spidery black handwriting and even some drawings. Annabelle stepped off of the stool and sat on the floor to look through My Journal. She opened to the first page, and there she found the words, the Private Diary of Sarah Dahl, May 1955. Sarah Dahl, that must be Auntie Sarah, Annabelle had thought and gasped. <gasps> and when she heard the voices of Mama and Papa on the staircase, she had shoved the book under the hem of her long dress. Annabelle, Mama had said, let's have a bit of family time while we can still talk freely. Then we'll have to go back to our places. Kate will be up soon. All right replied Annabelle. She had managed to scurry upstairs without anyone seeing the book, and she had hidden it under the covers of her bed. She knew that was dangerous. What if Kate, of all people, should find the book there while she's playing in the dollhouse? But Annabelle couldn't help herself. For the last week, she had read the book in snatches, whenever Kate was gone or asleep and Annabelle's family was in another room. Each time, she read a few more pages. She would close the book and once again place it under the covers, feeling restless. Annabelle was used to feeling bored, but not restless. Something was wrong with her life. Something was missing. It wasn't anything specific, such as a hairbrush or a shoe. Annabelle didn't even think it was Auntie Sarah. Not exactly. It was... What was it? Was it possible to miss something you never had? Annabelle now sat stiffly on Bobby's bed, waiting for Kate to be called downstairs for supper. She thought about the last time the dolls had seen Auntie Sarah. Annabelle remembered it as a day like any other, except that one moment Auntie Sarah was in the parlor, and the next moment she wasn't, and she hadn't been seen since. Annabelle thought again about Auntie Sarah's journal. Many of the pages were filled with drawings, mainly drawings of spiders. In some of the drawings, Auntie Sarah had even labeled the parts of the spiders. Annabelle had read just a few of the pages of words, and this had taken her a long time because Auntie Sarah's crawly handwriting was hard to read. All Annabelle had learned so far was that daily life in 1955 had barely been different than Annabelle's life today. Annabelle let out a sigh, hoping Kate wouldn't hear her. If Kate had a secret, Annabelle thought, whom would she tell it to?